This is Kieran Murphy, the founder and presenter of the Across the Four Lakes podcast. Carlo are unbeaten in Division 4 of the National Football League. And away with a Derry and two draws against the strong Fermata and strong Longford team has the players in good fettle. Here to talk about a positive start to the new season is Carlo Intercounty footballer Roisin Bailey. Roisin, how are things? All good? Good, thanks, Aaron. All good, all good, yeah. Yeah, you're up in UCD. You're yeah, I'm in, in college up here. Your studies um, here, yeah. Yeah, trying to trying to manage between football and college, so it's it's not too bad. I'm only an hour up the road in Dublin, so it's grand yeah. for travelling back down to train and but yeah. Yeah. When are you training? Have you training tonight? Yeah, training tonight, so every Tuesday night. So um I go down with Kleena and Ruthie, two of the other girls. So it's it's nice to be able to travel down together. But every Tuesday, yeah, and then a Friday and a Sunday as well. You playing football with U C D? No, not this year. I did last year. Um I was on the O'Connor Cup panel last year, um, but probably found it hard to to manage between college, county and, you know, work and even having yeah. a, a bit of a life outside it as well. So just sticking to, to county this year. I'm sure being an inter-county footballer, though, there is a bit of pressure from your peers up in UCD and some of your the players to uh, to play, but... Yeah, now like, obviously they have, a, they have a great pick up here. There's a, a lot. It's the biggest college in Ireland, I suppose. Um, there was a couple of calls with the manager this year um, about playing. Um, it's a very competitive panel. Uh, there's a lot of girls like... Do you know the the Mayo ladies captain is is uh, up there playing and there's girls like that between Monaghan and Cavan. Um there's a really good standard up here. So um it's kinda it's hard to get onto the team. But yeah, there was a few people asking me to go in and uh, and give it a go, but I kind of just wanted to focus myself this year um on Carlo. Yeah, before we go on to Carlo, like um would you have been training with those players if you had decided to play Yeah, year? well last year last year I would have been, yeah. Um and I think probably Last year was my second year in with Carlo as well, so it was great to kind of be training up in Dublin with those kind of girls and kind of seeing what they're all about. Um, and you know the, the standard of training uh, was quite high. The level of fitness I got to um was quite good. I was happy with it last year, but kind of learning from those girls, like you you see them, they're playing with with senior intercounty football. Um, so it was a nice experience to be able to train with them last year. Um, but as I said, I kind of just it's kind of hard to juggle it all then. Yeah, and whereabouts are you in the college? How many years have you left? I'm in my third year now, so I've a, a year and a half to go, really, even though the second semester will go quite quickly, but I've another year to go then, so. Yeah, yeah, and I'll go to the exam front and... Yeah, I got my results last week and I passed, so I've a, another semester down, so uh, I'm getting yeah. there now, hopefully we'll we'll keep going the same way we are. Yeah, that takes the pressure off you a small bit, though, doesn't it? Um, all round and everything you do, if, you, if you're getting good results during the year... Yeah, of course. Like when I when you get your results, it's such a relief. And I was kind of I was saying to someone the other day, it makes it, it makes it feel worthwhile. Like obviously, exam time is such a stressful time, and especially when there's a lot of things going on outside college as well. And um, when you do get your results, then it's it's a it's a relief, and it kind of does make you want to kick on. And the fact I've only another year and a half to go as well, and uh, I I know I'm getting there. Yeah, yeah. Listen, um, training training with Carlo, it gets earlier every year. I see all the intercounty teams out. They're all men and women. They're all at it before Christmas. Is that what you had this year yourself? Yeah, we were back training early, earlier again, even than last year, this year. So we were back at the beginning of November. So um, I had a couple of weeks break from 
from finishing up with the club and then I was back in. So and like you said, all intercounty teams are the same, but I think it's kind of what's needed. It gives you that, that couple of extra weeks to try to get in that bit of fitness and get some practice games in under, especially with the league starting so early this year. You know, we were back two weeks after Christmas, the league was starting or two weeks into January. So I, I think it was it was needed for us. Um, and sure, when you love it, you don't mind going back so early. Yeah, it is early though, isn't it? Like November. Yeah. Like, that's, it's, it's hard to believe that that's, the way, that's where it's gone to. I know, yeah, like it's 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 nearly it's kind of turning so professional now, isn't it? Even for like, and I know a lot of people are kind of say, Carlo, ladies, you know, they're back training so early, but um, I suppose to keep up with the other teams, you don't really have a choice, do you? Like when one team starts no, to do it, no, the rest just have to follow suit, don't they? Yeah, and do you? Do you what did you start off with? Was it strength and conditioning? Was there feeding uh, work? What? No, we are back straight onto the pitch. We've we do our gym work in our kind of in our own time. We've two gym sessions a week, but we are back straight onto the pitch, three pitch sessions a week. Um, now Ed, to be fair to him, he made sure that any of the girls, say like the likes of the Benny Carrington Ireland girls, they got their their three weeks break, three to four weeks break when they were finishing the Leinster Championship Championship uh, and stuff. Yeah. So everyone got their break. Um, but yeah, straight back onto the pitch. Um, I suppose that's that's what we need. We need the football, but uh, and then like I said, we do our own strength and conditioning in our own time. Um, and obviously we'll, we'll do the run kind of towards the end of sessions as well. And you work to a program with the strength and conditioning, of course, don't you? Yeah, we do indeed. Uh, we've uh, Sean is in with us this year, um, our strength and conditioning guy, um, and he he did testing with us at the beginning of the year. We went down to UPMC in Watford, uh, did testing, and then he created a program um, for us all. Um, so we were kind of working off that, and that's changing as the year goes on, uh, adapting to kind of how we, uh, what what we're kind of pressure we're under, um, especially with games and stuff. So it's just all about managing the load, I suppose, when it gets to this time of the year. Yeah, would you train together now in strength and conditioning or? Is it something you do on your own? Yeah, no, that's one thing we don't do um as a group, um, which is it's kind of probably unlike I know the Carlo men's they they do a, a gym session um together. But no, we'd we'd always do it on our own, I suppose, especially when a lot of girls are away. There's a lot of girls in college and stuff. Say for myself, I'm in Dublin. It's handy for me to just go up to the gym up in Slorgan there myself um and do my own work. If I had to travel back down for another day. You know, I'd, I'd have no life in college whatsoever. So it's all about like getting a balance and I can get in my own gym session in my own time. And I don't mind doing that. But um, I, th- I think with so many girls away, it probably makes sense not to be dragging us down for another night during the week just for a gym session when we do have the facilities all around us anyways. Yeah. Listen, and then look, training starts. And I remember years ago, and I know things have changed completely. The whole science of sports science has changed but I remember years ago, even I know it sounds absurd to say, it, but go back to the nineties, Aerog when they were winning their Leicester titles, they were slogging it out for a month, six weeks, um, you know, long, long sessions going up the Barra track, running around the Aerog. Is that the kind of stuff they still do, or is, has that all changed? Ah, uh, I suppose it probably has changed a little bit. Um, yeah. the basics are probably still the same. It's it's getting the running in and the hard running in. Um. In fairness to to the lads and having a strength and conditioning coach, and I suppose that Aero probably didn't have that back in the in the nineteen nineteen seventies. Uh, but uh, when you have a strength and conditioning coach like that, you know he can he can manage the load and he understands that these are just the kind of set runs we need to do at the end of training, depending on how hard the training session has been. Um, I do think our, our we're we're quite fit this year, but it's it's probably not not the same as um it's it's more kind of. Uh, very scientifically worked out. I'm sure uh, Sean knows all that, but it's it's probably changed quite a bit, like you said. Um, yeah, yeah. Listen, I was hugely impressed with you against um, Longford in the IT or Setu as it's called on the Setu campus. I just thought 
like even before he even started and the warm up and everything, I thought it was it had changed so much in a couple of years. He looked so professional. He looked so fit. There was nobody lagging behind. I just felt you had you had come on to a a new level from maybe even last year. Is that a fair um, observation? Yeah, I, I definitely, I, I, hundred percent agree with you. I think obviously this is Ed's third year with us, um, and like he said, he was at the, at at the beginning of the year. It's 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 winner or bust really. Like so, we're all really striving. He has we have a, a smaller panel this year as well, so he has. 20, 20 plus girls that he knows are fully committed and that's what he said to us at the beginning of the year you know not to be in a, in a harsh way but he didn't want us if we weren't committed so he knows he has a group of girls that he can trust um, and we're always at training there's you know there's rarely people missing training and if they are missing training they're working up they're getting their own session in um, and like I, I think definitely this year um, there's a feeling in the group between us but with us all you know that that there is something special there um, and we are really really striving on especially with with the way our league has started we were probably unlucky in the last couple of games to only get the draw but um in previous years our league campaigns have been quite poor you know not not to be harsh on ourselves but they have been and they haven't been up to scratch um and so we are really striving to to get off and we're trying to we're taking each game as it as it comes um and Ed always says to us it's it's uh we, we want to win every game this year where you know and that's winning the league winning a uh, Leinster championship and hopefully then on to an All-Ireland so yeah yeah, well, yeah you started off against Derry um what was it three seven to two five at an hour of victory but she had to travel did you travel that morning yeah, we did. So, yeah. like, I was up at half six into New Ireland uh, for seven to get a bus. Um, and then the match was at two o'clock. So we were starting traveling at, at, at seven or a half seven. Sorry, I was into New Ireland for half seven. Um, so by the, we did stop along the way and we got breakfast and stuff. But it's a, it's a long old trip up to Derry. Um, yeah. you know, when, yeah. when you yeah. get there, then your legs are tired. And I think that you could probably see that, you know, if anyone was there, they would have seen that. And especially in our first half performance, um, we, we were tired. It is. It's a long journey up there. Um, and I think that probably did show. Now, Derry are they're definitely they're coming on uh, like us. I think the standard in, in the junior champ or junior league. Division four league, sorry, is is really really coming on as well. Um, but I think tiredness probably did did play a big role. Um, in our first half performance, especially against Derry, yeah, yeah, and, and to come out with a win and a five point win, like that was vital for you, really. Oh, absolutely! Like we knew we 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 didn't have a choice but to win that game. We needed to get off to a winning start in our league. Um. Uh, we didn't we didn't care really about the score as long as we got over the line and that's what was said at half time. Do you know it was uh whether we won by one point or twenty points, as long as we got the three points on the board, we were we were happy. Um and I think Ed kind of he, he probably asked us a half time for our performance, but at the same time I think he understood that um making a trip, you know, uh, four, four hours on a bus plus, you know, it uh, it does take it out of you. But yeah, we got the win and we got the points on the board. So that was the main thing. Yeah, listen, funny enough, you talk about Ed there. I, I sometimes think he's very hard on you, but um, and then he's really praises you as well. Like, he seems to get away with saying a lot of things that other people would that that, that yeah. get away with it. Whatever kind of a personality, whatever a matter is, whatever his dressing room, it, it seems to work for you. Yeah, it does. Like, I'm sure you, you know Ed yourself. Like, he does, he has a um a unique personality, we'll say, but uh, he does eat, he does eat us. Um, but at the same time, when when we when we do what we're supposed to do, when we do what he asks of us, he will praise us then. And and sometimes we just need to get it into our head that you know he anything he's telling us to do is is for our own good, and he wants us to win more than more than uh, more than anyone he else. He doesn't praise um, us. He's very passionate. Yeah. 
very very passionate that's one thing uh you couldn't it could not say about him but um he's he's always i know like with ruth like our captain he's on to her 24 7 about different things and it's all it's all just striving to um to get us to where we want to be this year and um, he's this is his third year with us and he's definitely made great inroads for carlo carlo lgfa um, and we've really come on i think as a team over the last couple of years um but but you know by his passion he's he he won't take anything other than a win i think this year Hopefully, yeah, anyways. Yeah. Well, I, I I hope that that's the way you're all thinking, anyway. But listen, you played against Fermanagh. Why? How come that game went down? To, was taken out of Darbor. I was away that weekend, and um, yeah, I just thought that um, the man suddenly moved to Carlo. So, yeah, the, the I think yeah, I think Darbor just pulled the venue purely because of the storm that was coming. I suppose maybe okay. they didn't didn't want us ruining the pitch and um, but I think it was v- very much weather related and um, so then thankfully we got the pitch in Fen- Fenna there um, and I had to go out in that kind of weather but uh, yeah like yeah. on that day what were you down at half time you were 14 points you were down 14 points yeah 14 points at half time too late to no score too late to no score yeah how did you turn that one around uh, well, it was uh, Ed was is was probably vocal enough at, in the dressing room at halftime. Um, he he, you know, he wasn't he wasn't shouting, he wasn't giving out really. But he was saying one thing that he said to us, and it really stuck with me. He said sometimes you have to go and make your own look. Um, and I, probably Fermanagh got a bit of luck in the first half, and we were unlucky. I know Rachel hit the post. Um, probably probably should have been a goal. And uh, there was another goal chance there as well. And if we had got them, we probably would have been a little bit more positive going in at halftime. But like he said, you do sometimes have to make your own luck. Um, and obviously with a wind like that, we knew we had that really strong wind. But I think we, you know, any team, what no matter what the wind is like, going down, being down by 14 points at halftime, it did really take some digging in from us. Um, and I think there was a, we had good support there considering the weather as well. Um, and going out at halftime, I, I looked over at my dad and he kind of, he gave me the thumbs up. So I kind of yeah, knew then, yeah. right. You know, it's it's not gone yet, or we haven't lost it yet. Um, and then we really kind of turned it around at halftime. Um, you know, from Anna, we were all over them. Um, and we we were lucky enough then to to draw back those fourteen points. Um, and it was it was nearly like we won all Ireland when the final whistle went, even though we only Seriously, got a draw. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was just it was the feeling and the fact that we had you know any other year if we had been down by three points at halftime we were we were dead and buried. Uh, but to be down by 14 points and to come back like that um, to come back as a team and it was it was all a team effort um, and that was the main thing and yeah we were we were absolutely delighted with it after then so and then the following week you had the, the opposite you could no no that's not fair um, we'll go to the start of that game against Longford now Longford the year before they had played you in the Leinster Intermediate Championship and they had yeah. beaten you well as far as I remember am I right in saying that? Yeah could have oh, been maybe was it well five. eventually they got away from you. Yeah, there was a couple of points in the end, maybe five was it five points, maybe or it could have been seven, but yeah, they, they got away from us in the end, you know, they did. We we kind of played poorly, I would say, in that Leinster Championship against Longford last year, given our performances against Kildare and Wexford before. Um and then yeah, kind of sometimes maybe that's nearly half in your head, I think, especially even going out against playing them in the league this year. I think part of it it is in your head. You kind of know there were geez, these were these were intermediate last year, division three. Do you know like and there is there's a an idea in your head that we are the underdogs here. And sometimes I think that does get into our heads. And I think that probably showed in the first half against Longford, like you said there, you were talking about the first half in the beginning of the game. And the, you know, when they, they got off, they scored a goal nearly from the throw in. Um and that that's always a killer, do you know, to be three points yeah. down. A after- I, I I call those ones, but um killer yeah. was a word a killer maybe in the past against Carlos teams, but not this time. 
No, not this time. Um, we did. Do you know, obviously it's a bit when 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 you see that ball hitting the back of the net after 20 seconds, it is you're kind of like, right, here we go again. The same thing against Romana. Um, but no, it, and it wasn't a killer. And like I said earlier, um, any other day or any other year, that probably we would have been dead and buried again. Um, but we we dug in again, uh, probably weren't good enough in the first half, probably didn't play up to our potential. And then we came out in the second half. I know we again we had we had the bit of a wind with us again in the second half, but we dug in then. Um do you know, in the first half, there was probably a lack of support, a lack of teamwork. And uh, we were a little bit flat, I think. And then we dug dug in the second half and we're probably unlucky not to come away with the win in the end. But we'll, we'll take the we'll take the draw. Yeah, funnily enough there. And look, and I've got to mention it because I'm sure uh, I, I'm not going to avoid that. Clearly missed a free in the last minute of the game. You were a point up. Yeah. And it was kind of a free that I was beginning to write in the book, you know, sort of a 2-11 to 2-9 or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, like I was, I had that as a caster. Point. It was just one of those days. Whatever happened, did you talk about it? Did you, about it afterwards? Um, did you tell you what happened. Well, what was going through know, Yeah, at the end, we we there was obviously it was a disappointment compared to to you know the how ecstatic we were. I suppose after the draw against Romana, um, you could really feel everyone was disappointed, um, and obviously Clee herself was hugely disappointed. Like I suppose in herself for missing that free, um, but. Like there was no, there was no part of the rest of us that could have could ever blame her for it. Um, she'd be, she's been absolutely outstanding for us. Um, in she this scored, league campaign. she scored four ten in three games according to my records. Yeah, and she's it's, it's an astonishing haul. Absolutely, like she's she's just she's absolutely flying it. She's so consistent every every game, and she's such a leader. Um, and I I just I gave her a hug after the game, and you know, and. Wanted, wanted someone I heard someone saying to her, it'll make it all the sweeter when you score the winning one. Um, you know, we got the draw in the end. Obviously, you, you could blame it on a, a million things. Uh, I, I got taken off because I was on two ticks. I was probably, you yeah, know, yeah. Aaron on the side of getting a yellow card. Ruth was the same. The two of us who are probably supposed to be leaders on the team, we were on the sideline. Do you know, you could blame so many things. Um, but uh, I think it'll, only, it'll drive Clee on. Um, I'll I'll see her practicing before training, taking those frees and getting it right. Um, and she'll get it right when it counts now. And um, hopefully towards the end of the league campaign. Yeah. You're smiling there yeah. when you say that, like you know. Yeah, I am because I like I'm just so so proud of Clee. Um, obviously she she had a two years ago when she had that injury and she was out for a year year for a girl who who just absolutely loves football and is so so talented and then obviously last year was probably a difficult year for her to to get back into the swing of things which I I think she did very well but this year she's just absolutely flying it and I think everyone is saying it uh she's she's the star of the show yeah well funny enough you should talk about that two years ago when she was out like I saw her on the sideline waiting for the better carry to the game I'm not so sure I can't remember seeing her with the Carlo games but she's on the line she's there it was her to be to be actually on the line and to be looking at all these players on the pitch and, and she knows she can do nothing about it the only thing she can do to help you is maybe to be there and to be putting in the work and showing you that she wants to be there and that she misses it so much Yeah definitely and I know she felt like that and I, I'd say like the same as anyone when they have any sort of injury, it nearly hurts you when you're not when you can't be on the field. And it's I I think a lot of people when they do do their ACL, they kind of they say it is it's a huge struggle, um, mentally more than anything to to know that you've nine long months ahead of you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Clee she Clee was there. She was at the games, and I know her mom was the exact same. They were they were at the games, and just even knowing her presence was there. And I think like if you ever needed anything, all the girls were the same. She'd be the woman to go to for for um for any sort of advice. Uh, and then to have her back 
playing last year um was that was actually my first year playing with her last year obviously I'd I'd seen her play before I'd I'd heard all about her and um, but to be actually playing alongside her um it's it's an honor she's she's one of the best that Carlo has produced I'd imagine now um she's yeah, she's not, phenomenal not far from us um yeah Going to say to you, you've only used twenty players in the campaign so far. Am I am I right in saying that? Is the panel small or definitely? Yeah, the panel the panel is a lot smaller this year. We had over thirty girls on the panel last year in comparison to, I'm going to say twenty four, twenty five this year. Um, I think that, like I said earlier, I think it is probably a thing where the panel is smaller and that's just because Ed wanted wanted girls on that panel that were fully committed um, and I you know everyone is we completely understand there's a lot going on girls have a lot lot going on especially with whether it's school college going on J1s doing all these things um, which they're 100% entitled to do but it's kind of hard then on the girls who are there every night they're training uh, and then you've girls coming in and, and kind of going as they please so having a, a set panel of say the, I'm going to say 25 this year um, knowing yeah. that those 25 girls are going to be at training every night um, and knowing that you know they're going to do everything uh, to try get us to where we want to be um, I think that's probably more important than having the bigger panel um, and I think that's probably Ed's view on it this year as well yeah, yeah, that's a very interesting, uh, yeah, what you call it, an observation because you you talk about players having thirty something and the thirty fifteen players who were maybe not picked on the first fifteen, um, they're driving on, they're driving on each other. But um, this is that's something you have worked with, but it's working so far anyway. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, probably having a close knit group, uh, we're we're all of the same mindset this year as well. I know. Um, you know, and those like even though we've a, a smaller panel and less girls on the bench, those girls are definitely driving each other on, and you can see like sometimes the frustration in girls when they don't get on. Um, and then that shows again in the training the following night. They're really pushing to try get their spot. I don't think anyone. I know it's a it's a bit of a cliche, but I don't think anyone's spot is um is secured. Definitely not this year. Um, he's trying different things. Uh, he's he's definitely trying different things. Even we're playing three around the middle stuff like that. There's there's yeah. definitely new things. We've new forwards coaching. Um, so there's you know that team is not set, and those girls, even though it's a smaller panel, but those girls that are on the bench at the minute. They know that they they can get onto that team. Um, if they they keep up the work at training like the rest of us. Yeah, listen, you have a couple of new players. Well, I won't say new players, young players. Brona, I think, was in there. Brona Nolan was in there last year. Um, she's back. Yeah. She scored a fabulous point there against uh, Longford in in the Setu grounds. Um, yeah, there's Doyle, one of the more experienced players also scored a fabulous point that day. Um, yeah, like uh, Fia Fia Murphy is that her name? She yeah yeah from oh, Philly, oh, yeah. Oh, Ratvili, my apologies. Yeah. yeah, is she one of the young ones who is after coming in? I don't know her that yeah. well. Yeah, Fia is. I want to say Fia is 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 nineteen twenty. Um, she's new to the panel this year. Um. Her along with Maeve O'Neill from Bennett Carriage and Ryland. That's right, yeah. Yeah, there's another one. And then Megan Townsend from Airog. Uh, that's she's another young girl. She's she's still a minor. Um so there's probably, you know, they're they're really young girls, they're 18 to 20. Um and, and Megan is Megan's even younger than that. Like Brona still there's they're such young girls, they're still doing their leaving surf, but yeah, they're like yeah. Megan and Brona. Are, are starting Maeve O'Neill is starting Fia's coming on every every game and she's making an impact off the bench she scored 1-1 I think against against Derry when she came on um, so those girls are making a huge impact um, and I, I don't think it, their, their age really is 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 a factor at all in Ed's, Ed Burke's mind anyways um, if they have the talent they're more than welcome um, to, to work and fight for their place on the team Yeah listen you have Kilkenny next Sunday is it? 
next down Sunday, yeah. Down there. Yeah, it's in it's in Kilkenny City. It's in their centre of excellence out there. Yeah. yeah. Listen, you're going to be favourites to win that one. There's no way of avoiding it. You beat them well in the junior Leinster final last year, so you're going to be favourites to win it. That in itself, I was told to the hurlers about that last week. They say it doesn't bring difficulties. What's your view on that? Um, I think, naturally enough, um, well, I think with us anyways, when we know we are the favourites, which, which isn't too often, but when we know we are the favourites, Probably, and I, I don't think anyone can say it doesn't. A bit of complacency does set in. Um, I know I'm, I'm myself. I'm really trying not to 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 kind of take it for granted that we will be getting the win. Um, but as I said, I know a bit of complacency does set in. Uh, no matter what, even having said that, we played Kilkenny in a practice game at the beginning of the year. Um, and they've definitely come on a lot this year. And even from the results, I know they're uh, it's it's hard. It's only their second consecutive year, kind of back playing, uh, in the league or whatever. Um, but they're they're definitely. They're they're improving, um, and we want to take this game where well, I'm I think me along with the other girls, uh, we're, we're trying as I said not to let that complacency set in, and we're taking taking the, the game as serious as any other games we've played this league campaign. Um, it's as important as any of the rest of them, um, and no matter what, we still need to get that win and get those three points on the board. It's it's hugely important to us. Yeah, how many teams got through from the or how many teams qualify for? Is there semi finals? Semi-finals, yeah. So the top so four teams are in the semi-final. Four. Yeah, I think you're yeah. in fourth place at the moment, aren't you? We're in we're in fourth at the minute. Yeah, and you've got Wicklow to come after Kilkenny. Yeah, so if, hopefully if we get across the line against Kilkenny, Wicklow will be a really important game for us. Um, a win against Wicklow will kind of secure uh, a semi-final spot for us. So uh, the it? next yeah. game, yeah, even if that's yeah, with two would. games to go. Yeah, yeah, I think it would put us in quite a comfortable spot. Um, it's hugely important then. So the next two games, obviously a win against Longford would have been, um, would have put made us a little bit more comfortable as well. But uh, two very important games coming up definitely. Yeah, listen, if I'm looking at the 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 fixtures coming up, Carlo have Leitrim at home. Yeah, on the same day, the footballers. Have, yeah, the men have. Uh, I should say the men have uh, Leitrim at home as well. It'll have yeah. a double header, will it? Oh, there was rumours I think going around, but uh, it's it's hard to know. We haven't played uh, in Doctor Cullen or Netwatch Cullen uh, this year, um, yeah. So obviously it would be lovely, um, to to have a double header, and it would be lovely to get the support, um. I suppose, suppose naturally enough that the men's footballers they do get more support than us, um. So it would be really nice to play there, um, and like you said, have a double header and, and get that extra bit of support. Now whether that'll happen or not, um, yeah. I I don't know. That's a conversation for. For uh, Colin Doyle and, and the Paul like maybe, yeah. That's yeah, it, yeah. Um, and then your final game away to Limerick, but obviously you're hoping that you'll have qualified by that stage and that the Limerick game will be a, a test for probably both sides to see where they are because you're going to be two contenders for the junior championship. I would imagine, judging on last year's results, I think Limerick were, did Limerick get? Who Limerick were in Co-Park. Yeah, Limerick played down in the All-Ireland Junior yeah, last year. That, remind me. Uh, down, down bet Limerick. Down, yeah. 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 So, so look, um, the two sides who will be looking to be back in an All-Ireland semi-final, possibly an All-Ireland final later in the year. Be an interesting yeah. game either way. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. It'll be a good game to kind of see where we are. We didn't play Limerick at all last year. Um, they bet us quite well in the league the year before. Um, so it'll be good. Hopefully we'll have secured, like you said, a secured place in, in the league semi-finals before that. Um, but it will it'll be a test for us down there and, and to kind of see where we are. Obviously Limerick are after coming off um losing uh, an all Ireland final last year. So they're probably 
bitter in, in a way about that and they'll be looking to get back there and um, but the same as us every year that's 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 our goal and that's where we want to be as well so it'll be nice to to get a game against them and kind of see how we're um how we're we're set um you know in comparison to a team who who did get where we wanted to be last year okay okay listen Roshan it's great to talk to you it's all systems go um Kilkenny as I say on Sunday and after that three very important matches and those three matches possibly they'll they'll go a long way to preparing you for the championship they will indeed yeah the league is is hugely important to us this year and we want to we want to be in a semi-final and hopefully a final um and it would be great to get 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 up to division three and but like you said like I said earlier we're taking each game as they come but yeah we've a we've a couple of very important games coming up to to get us set then into championship time all right listen thanks a million Roshi thank you so much Karen